Welcome back, welcome back. This is Hotels, Diary of a Single Black Woman. If you're new here and you don't already follow me on social media, follow my personal pages at Tier Shante. That's going to be on Instagram and TikTok. Also, follow the podcast page at Hotels Podcast on Instagram. So, I just want to say the wait is over so y'all i miss this podcast so so much thank y'all for catching up on all of the previous episodes on season one we on season two now and season two is starting off fresh so i have some really exciting news to tell y'all drum roll please your girl is officially divorced Hey, so um, it's been a long time coming. Yeah, I have spoke about this process, um, you know, little by little in different episodes. Um, but I try not to talk about it that much because I just didn't want that to be the whole basis of the podcast. I just wanted it to be more about like my single journey and just being new to that. It's something that you know took a while. If, if you have ever known anybody to get divorced or if you've been divorced yourself, you know that there's a few different ways that you can go about it. But the cheapest way is going to be to wait it out a year and then like, you know, one year separation and you can go ahead and get divorced. And I ain't going to say it's free, but it's definitely not as expensive as going any of the other routes that you got to hire an attorney, possibly get a PI, all that stuff. I didn't feel like going through all that. Plus, I want to save my little coins. So I did it the long way. Anyway. We's officially divorced. I celebrated my divorce um, maybe like two weeks ago. It was like a three-day event. All of my friends came together, and they made it such a wonderful weekend for me. So um, Friday night was the Pushing G pajama party. All of my people had to come in black silk pajamas. Um, We played games. We smoked hookah. We had drinks. We took videos. Had a little talent show. It was just so much fun. I had so much fun that night. Um, And then Saturday was a full day of events. So Saturday morning we went out to brunch. Um, We then went to this place called Puttery in Charlotte. And we didn't actually play um, just because nobody else really wanted to play. People just kind of wanted to drink and it was no point in just like a couple of us playing. So we just kind of sat at the bar and just had drinks. And um, we got a pizza there too and it was good. And then after that, I had to go and get my makeup done. And y'all know, one of my favorite makeup artists, Lash Text, Eyebrow Guru, Beauty is Victoria is her Instagram. If you're in the Charlotte area and you're looking for someone to spruce your your look up, give you some lashes, get your brows right, and get your face right, Beauty is Victoria is your girl. I'm going to leave her information in the episode notes. So she did my makeup, and then I got dressed to go out to dinner. So we went out to dinner at this place called Burton's here in Charlotte, um, and it was good. It just was a good time, good vibes. And then after that, we did the Keeping It G scavenger hunt uptown Charlotte, which got crazy, let me say. Um, shout out to everybody that came because everybody was with the shits, y'all. Like, one of the things on there was they had to take a picture in the boys' bathroom, the men's bathroom. They had to um get a guy to give me a lap dance they had to give a guy their number get a guy's number get a piggyback ride get guys to take their shirts off ask somebody to marry them it was so 
funny, but so much fun. Like I had a ball and it was just nice to kind of celebrate this new chapter in my life oh and at first i was a little bit hesitant i ain't gonna lie when i first knew for a fact that i was getting a divorce like of course it popped up in my head because i'm a party person like i love parties i love celebrations i don't care what it is and um i kind of went back and forth on the idea a little bit because i was just like dang i feel like people people gonna think it's shady but it's not actually shady it's just me wanting to celebrate me and this new chapter i feel like everybody needs that like if you go through a divorce and if you've been through a divorce you know how up and down it could be how stressful it can be how emotional it can be so when you finally come out of it i think it's a good thing to celebrate and not on like no shady shit so that was my thing anyway my friends they made me feel so special i'm so thankful for everybody that came out to the divorce party we called it the um, going back gilchrist party because um you may now address me as tiara gilchrist okay legally so it that that was just it it was just more so me just celebrating this new chapter in life and um i definitely think it was necessary i had a good time my mama came y'all know if ain't nobody else pulling up shelly may pulling up that's my girl everybody was like you gonna have your mama at your divorce party and and is because my mama y'all let me just say, ain't no mama like the one I got. Because when I tell you, Shelly Mae did not have to just support me in the way that she did. Like, even though even though that's my mom, it would be times where it's like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. I can't sleep. I'm emotional. And I called my mama and she got up, talked to me. Had to go to work at 8.30 the next morning, but got up and talked to me. I love that. I'm so thankful for her. And so if anybody was going to be by my side celebrating that weekend, it was definitely going to be Shelly Mae. I know I love my mama. I just feel good. You know, I feel like I'm in such a good space. And even like beyond the divorce, just in general, um, I feel like I'm in a good space right now. This whole situation just kind of helped me with patience. Y'all know I speak about this all the time, have spoke about it several times on season one. I struggle with patience and boy <laughs> was this a waiting game so it definitely helped me with patience discipline it humbled me y'all it humbled me and i ain't gonna say that i was like thought i was above nobody when i was married because i definitely didn't but it definitely humbled me real quick it's just like the same thing that you laugh at be the same thing that make you cry don't ever think it can't happen to you and Man, people used to get divorced. I used to be like, dang, they just had that big old wedding. They getting divorced. Damn, that's crazy. Or I would, you know, hear about people that had stuff going on, thought it was funny. Till it was me. And it was absolutely not funny. So it just kind of taught me to have a little more compassion for people also. Um, I will say, and I said this on another podcast, but that divorce made a woman out of me i'm thankful for it but that divorce made a woman out of me being in my late 20s did not make a woman out of me being married did not make a woman out of me none of the adult experiences i've had made a woman out of me until this divorce this divorce made a woman out of me that shit grew me up and grew me up quick and I was actually having a conversation with one of my friends not too long ago. And she was just saying, like, girl, you got to be patient with yourself. Um, 
you have had a lot of changes in a short amount of time um, at a rate that's slightly abnormal. I'm talking married. <laughs> this shit went so fast, y'all. Married, moved into a house, separated, moved to a different state, sell the house, get a new job, meet new friends. Like all of that, it was like, I don't know. It was, it was just very, things was constantly changing. Um, and I didn't really have stability for months. You know, um, I didn't really have stability until I moved in to my place here in Charlotte. Um, but before then I was kind of like bouncing around. I would go to my mom's. I would like stay at, stay at hotels if I felt like being by myself, or I would come to Charlotte and be with my cousin, or I would go wherever I would just be going places or whatever, just cause I had so much going on. And it wasn't until I moved here to Charlotte and moved into my own place that I was able to finally unpack my suitcase and just be in one place and at first I'm, i ain't gonna lie to you i was not appreciative of that i was not appreciative at all because i hated my new life i <clears throat> excuse me i hated my new life i hated waking up by myself i hated going to sleep by myself i hated just cooking for myself i just did not like living life as a single woman and i struggled with that for at least the first two to three months of living here <clears throat> Probably about a good three, shoot, maybe like three to four months of living here. I struggled with that, and um, I would pray and just ask God to help me uh, find peace in my new life and my new routine and just accept that this is what it was um, because I was not at all used to any of this. And <clears throat> I feel like the person I am today, I kind of got forced into this person. Um, I'm very independent now, which I was then, but like now I couldn't see it any other way I couldn't see myself living with another person right now I love my having my own space <clears throat> I love just having to worry about me and Bentley baby I don't know I just I have great peace here and I'm appreciative of that but let me tell you I was resistant I did not mm -mm, throw me into the single life at 27 oh no one thing about it, and I had to tell myself this just recently. In the times that I would just be overthinking, super anxious, I would just have to think to myself, listen, the worst that you could have imagined, which was being divorced at 28, that was the worst of the worst for me. It already happened. So I just had to keep reminding myself the worst of the worst already happened. And what did you do? You lived. You moved on. You grew from it. You evolved. Like, you, you grew. And so... The great thing about life, and this is just one thing that I had to continue to tell myself, that no matter what happens in life, everything always works out. No matter if it works out how you thought it would or not, it always works out. So there is no real reason to be stressed. My only thing was, dang, I'm 28 with an ex-husband. What am I, like in my late 50s or something? I don't know. I just kind of felt weird about that. But I came to terms with that, and I found peace in it, and... I accepted it for what it was. I feel like that chapter in my life lasted as long as God wanted it to last. I learned what I needed to learn from that. And I grew from it. And now I'm moving on with my life. And I am at peace uh, with my decisions and, and everything that transpired. And I'm glad that I handled it in the way that I handled it. Because let me just say, y'all, don't have nobody in your ear saying, I would do this. Oh, if I was you, I would do this. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Don't. 
you have to keep that at a minimum because at the end of the day, you're the only one to feel what you feel. You're the only, not the only one in the relationship, but you're the only one to feel how you feel about whatever you feel what about. And people can say, oh, I would have did this. I would have did this. I wouldn't have done this or whatever all day long. But until you in them shoes, you do not know. And I'm speaking from experience. So for days at the beginning of this whole process, I would just kind of sit in silence and sit by myself and just see where God wanted me to go. Like, God, you leave me. Leave me because I'm lost. And I need some guidance. And I finally allowed that to happen in my life. And so now we're here. We are moving on. But I just wanted to give y'all that piece of information because, honestly, this podcast was like an outlet for me throughout this whole process. And I just felt like I needed to share that with y'all. So there's that. So although this is a new season, I did want to answer a follow-up question that I had from the last episode on season one so I had someone um leave me a comment and she kind of asked me to go over how I balance dating so many people uh when I was on my little my little I call it a dating tour because I was going on dates honey and I was having a ball so I told her that I would explain on the next episode I know it's been a while but here's here's the answer so when I was newly single and I wanted to meet people very, very quickly, and I didn't really have a whole lot of friends here, so I wasn't really going out like that, I decided to get, as y'all know, a hinge, be okay. I think I had Tinder for a little bit. Um, and so I was meeting people, as you can imagine, like if you've ever had either one of those dating sites, you know, you meet like a lot of people in a day. So I was meeting a lot of people and they was just like setting up dates. I will say one of the things that I put in my little bio or whatever was on there was, um, I love a man with a plan. So come with a date already planned. So they already knew the vibes and they came with it. And so honestly, okay, this is how I did it. The ones that I was interested in. I would talk to and kind of communicate with them. But I also didn't want to set the tone that we're going to be talking every day, though. Because that just, that wasn't where my mind was at the time. It was more so research for me because I hadn't dated in so long. So I wanted to date. Okay, that's that's it. And I'm talking dinner. Talking dinner. Dinner dates. I did go on a couple lunch dates, but we're talking dinner, breakfast. Oh, I did go on a brunch date. Now, I wanted to date as many people as I possibly could just to learn different personalities. I wanted to put my little senses to the test to see if I could spot the bullshit. I don't know. It was, like I said, it was research for me. So because of that, I took everything with a grain of salt. I didn't really take anybody serious, to be honest with you. But I did enjoy a lot of the conversations. I told y'all before that I could be a little bit shy. So it did help me out of my shyness. Um, Honestly, sometimes I would have two dates a day. I would go on a lunch date and then I would go on a dinner date. Which, let me just say... I am liking the lunch days. I love a nice lunch day, especially if it's on my lunch break. Because I only got about 30 minutes or so. So you got to make it quick. So get to the point. And who are you? What's your background? Whatever. What you do? You know, we keeping it light. But it's lunch, you know. Dinner days, you got a little more time to fill people out. But I like, I love the lunch days. It's giving very much speed date to me. And I love that. Uh, so as far as me juggling them all, some of them were just one day. One hit wonder. It was like a one hit wonder. We go on one day. We didn't connect. I would never talk to them again. The ones that I did like, I would talk to them just whenever I wanted to talk to them. The ball was always in my court. Um, and so because of that, when I want to hit you up, I'll hit you up. When I want to set up a date, I'll set up a date. 
Um, and that was just kind of that. And it was, I, I did enjoy that. I like being in control. So it was a good time. I don't think I met anyone that I wanted to take. No, I didn't. I didn't meet anyone that I wanted to take serious. But I did come across a lot of, like, interesting people, I will say. Also, dating will show you how weird people are as well. Like, I had a couple weird dates as well, which is why I will say, if you're going to do that um, and date like that, do not let them pick you up. Drive to every date. I drove to every date. Every date. I did not play that. You're not about to pick me up. The only date that I didn't drive to was... The one that actually lived in my complex. And that's because he lived in my complex. And I mean, I could have just been like, sir, I'm not riding with you. But I just didn't. I ain't know what to say. I don't know. I just rode with him. So I'm, I'm still here. Thank God I was covered in the blood. But that's it. Other than that, I'll drive my car. They don't come over here. No, They don't know where I live. Like, I try to keep that distance because mm -mm, people are real life crazy. Yeah, that was just kind of that. That's how I juggled them all. Um, eventually, all of them ended up getting cut off. I just, I go back and forth with dating even now. The other day, I did download Hinge again just for shits and giggles. Nothing too serious. Y'all know, I seriously don't think I will meet my man on Hinge. I think in, in my own experience, all of those dating sites, I feel like it don't be nothing but weirdos and married men on there. And men with girlfriends. And actually... The weirdest thing that I actually came across on Tinder, I think it was, was this guy's profile. And I remember seeing him and a female on there. And so I was a little bit confused. I'm like, I'm confused, but I'm also intrigued. Like, what is this? And so I did match with him and or whatever t uh, Tinder is, match, swipe, whatever. I matched with him and he ended up writing me and he was like, did you read my bio? I didn't read his bio because I was just intrigued by the picture. So I went back and read the bio and it said something about him and it gave like all of his wants and needs. So I think it was like adventurous. I need somebody to talk to whatever, whatever he wanted. And then under that, it said her and it gave all of her wants and needs. And um, it was like, you know, must be willing to deal with us both or something like that. And so I went back and I was like, interesting. I'm intrigued. I mean, I didn't want to. You know, I wasn't trying to be the, the third part to the trio, but I just was intrigued. I had never seen nothing like that before. You have to think, y'all. I was in a relationship for six years, so I was kind of green. So, I mean, I just didn't know. I didn't know people was out here doing this type of stuff for real. So, I'm writing him back because I'm intrigued, and he was just like, I think he might have said, yeah, she out of town this weekend, but, like, I can meet you. And I was like, oh, no, girl. You go and meet that man, you in too deep. This is not, uh-uh. I, I, I don't think this is what I need to be doing. But I was very, very interested. I cannot even lie to you. I had never seen that like that before. And I just was intrigued. I had to see what it was. Um, so needless to say, I never did meet up with him. But that was that. I think that was like the strangest thing that I saw on Tinder. But anyway, yeah, I did download a Hinge. Y'all, Hinge now has, like, the voice. You can have, like, a voice memo on your page. And so, y'all, I was on Hinge for, like, an hour to two hours the other day just keep keying at the voice memos on these pages. I was like, what the hell? But then after that, after I got my laughs in, y'all deleted it. 
I just can't do it. I just can't do it. It is just not my style. I'd rather meet somebody the old-fashioned way in a grocery store or out at a party or something. I just don't want to meet my mans online. I just don't want to do that. So, I did go back and forth, though, with the idea of dating because I kind of feel like... I kind of feel like I want to date right now, but then again, I don't. Like, I don't want to go on a dating tour like I went on last summer. But I feel like I've been so closed off to it for a long time. And honestly, anybody that I was talking to that I felt kind of got a little bit too close to me, I would back away from them because that's just how much I did not want a relationship. And um, even now, I just feel like that's not my assignment right now. I don't think God wants me to focus on a relationship. I think God has me in a place where he wants me to be by myself, focusing on myself. I think with relationships comes distractions depending on the, the relationship. And um, that's just, I, don't, I, ain't trying to, I ain't trying to be distracted. I got places to go. I got things to do. That's just kind of that. But I will say, um, I, I just really met some interesting people. I enjoy a good conversation. That's my thing. Like, a nice intellectual conversation. I love it. I love it. But during that whole dating tour, it really did open my eyes to men that I just didn't expect to like. Which is like, the hood ninjas. I'm just going to say ninjas. The hood ninjas, I had never been into hood ninjas before. But, baby, when I went on that dating tour... I ain't never had so much fun in my life. I don't care what nobody say. The most fun I have ever had was with a hood ninja. When I tell you I had so much fun, they just bring out my inner child. First of all, they treat me like a princess. Because it's just like, you kind of a little bit bougie. But then you with a hood, you with a hood dude. And he just like, oh, I just want to treat it like a princess. It's so cute. So I, I don't know. I just love that. But they take me out of my comfort zone. I'm just very carefree. They just don't care. They just don't care. They're going to have a great time. I remember. <laughs> I remember one of them. I can't say too much. I can't say too much. But, well, whatever. He had lived out here. And I remember he had called me one night. And he was like, come outside. Now, first of all, cause tell me that again, sir, and say it like that, cause I'm on the way. <laughs> he was like, "Come outside, I got something to show you." I'm like, "I'm on the way. <laughs> I'm on the way." So I walked outside, and he pulled up in his car. He was like, "Let's go for a ride." Okay. Alright. So I get in the car, y'all. Now, I'm going to say allegedly because I don't know if this is illegal. So, allegedly, I got in the car and we went driving, y'all. Next thing I know, we going 100 plus miles per hour through the streets of Charlotte. Hear me when I say I was having a time of my life, y'all. Having a time of my life. And usually, if you know me. You know, I've been in some pretty bad car accidents, one really bad car accident. So I usually don't play with driving fast and stuff like that. I'll be about to have a heart attack when people driving. But something about when he was driving and then he was like, I'm a pro. I'm a pro driver. You good. I race cars. He said something like that. I was like, okay, that ain't a problem. I got my seatbelt on. We having a good time. And he looked over at me and he was like, she love that gangster shit. And dude. <laughs> I just be feeling real safe, but 
when I pray, because I talked about this in season one, but my aunt, she told me, when you pray for a man, be exact, like be very specific whenever you're praying for this man. And I told y'all before, I have been very, very, very specific. So now in my prayers, I'm like, God, send me like a, a ghost St. Patrick. Send me like a James St. Patrick's where he, he hood, but he, he clean up nice. You know, I like that because I want to, I'm not at all saying that hood, hood ninjas can't be attractive, but it's like, I want you to be able to clean up nice too. Like, I love that. You know, let me just know you got a little thug in you, but you dress up in a suit looking good. Ooh, I love that. So that is like one of the new things on my husband requirement list. I didn't expect to like that, but I am telling you, I ain't never been out with no hood ninja and did not have the time of my life. I have always had a ball with them. So, um, there's that. But I did want to touch base on this husband requirement list because now that I'm officially single and I feel like I, I knew God wasn't going to send me no man and I was still legally married. I just had a feeling he wasn't going to send me no man. And so... I really think that he ain't gonna. I don't think God gonna send me no man no time soon, which is why I'm like, that's fine, that's cool, because I'm having a good time just me by myself. But I think the door is open now that I'm legally single, and so now I've been a little bit more serious about my list and the things that I'm praying for and I'm asking for. But one thing that I was a little bit hesitant on, and I mean, I got a long list, but it's a realistic list. I don't want y'all to think I'm out here asking for nothing crazy. Everything that I got on my list, I feel like I deserve because I bring that to the table also. And um, besides the height, now, I'm 4'11", so any man is going to be taller than me, but I like him to be abnormally tall. So I did put that in my little husband requirements list. I have been a little bit hesitant on asking God for like the things that I need from this man sexually just because I feel a little bit uncomfortable talking to God about the sex but my aunt was like you need to be very very specific like very specific and so I was like I mean God this is the thing you would not put these thoughts in my mind first of all you already heard these thoughts you heard these thoughts you know what I'm thinking so I may as well just say it so finally, I wrote my little requirement list out and I told God what I needed. I ain't gonna tell y'all because something about this just kind of make me feel like I can't tell y'all because I just feel like it's like a wish when you blow out your birthday candles and maybe you're not supposed to tell people because then it's not gonna come true. So I just feel like that part, I got to keep that to myself. Now, if he come to me and he is a little bit on the shorter side, and when I say the shorter side, I mean like, well, I ain't trying to offend nobody, so I ain't even going to say that. But if he come to me and he's a little bit on the shorter side, but not like crazy short, like he definitely got to be above, he got to be above 5'7 at least. But if he come to me and he, you know, is a little bit above 5'7, okay, I can handle that. I'm 4'11, so I'll get he's going to be taller than me. But as far as the sex, the stuff that I'm asking for sexually, oh, God, no, I needs that. He know I needs that. I needs that. So I got to keep that under wraps until I get it. And I got it. Ooh, that's going to sound bad. I was about to say until I get it and I got it in my hand. Ooh, Lord, I don't need y'all to know me like that. Um, 
I can't speak on that until I get it in his mind. And even then, I'm still not going to tell y'all. But if I'm with him, just know. Just know. And I'm going to leave that at that. So, I did write out my, my husband requirement list. I have not been actively dating. Uh, I will say I feel like I'm going to have to get a little more comfortable with approaching men. Because I feel like God is revealing to me. God is kind of showing me that my next man, I'm going to have to approach him first. I like to be chased. And I don't know. I feel like if I approach a man, then now, like, I'm just kind of being masculine. And I don't like that. So I always wanted them to approach me. But I feel like in this new chapter that I'm in, I feel like I'm going to just have to take charge. And I'm going to have to approach him. So I'm, I'm, you know, trying to get a little bit comfortable. The way I see it going is if I'm out... <clears throat> And I see a man and he's attractive. Maybe I should send him a drink. Send him a drink. Because I feel like that's cute. And it's just like, hey, what's up? Yeah, I just sent you this drink. What's your name? I'm so funny. So I feel like that's how it's going to have to go. So we working on that. We working on that. We'll see. We'll see what comes from it. But if God, if I'm not led by the spirit, if I'm going to approach this man, I'm going to have to be led by the spirit. God is going to have to tap me on my shoulder and say, get up. He gonna have to tap me on my shoulder and say, "Get up right now, I'm gonna approach that young man," or he gonna have to say, "Go on and send that drink, girl. Go on and send that drink." He drinking Patron. Send it over there. It's gonna have to be something like that. Like I'm gonna have to feel led by God to do it. And so until then, we single as a Pringle, and that's just that's just that on that. So, all right. So we're gonna go ahead and close out diary entry number one to season two. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Again, if you don't already follow me on social media, follow my Instagram and TikTok at Tierra Shantae. Also, follow the podcast page on Instagram at Hotels Podcast and send in your listener letters to hotelspodcast at gmail.com. All right, until next time, bye.